Well, hello. Well, hello. Welcome back to Consistently You. Today, we're talking about cutting toxic people out of your life. Big, important topic. Big topic. Especially in our lives. Oh, for sure. I think I've cut people out of my life so many times, more than I could count. Yeah. And I... And I think it's also something that's constantly on my mind. Oh, yeah. Which is good because I can read people and be like, you're a person I'd consider cutting in my uh-huh. life. And it's like, it does help you out in the end. I think that's also one of the hardest things, especially people our age, have mm-hmm. to learn how to do. 100%. Um, but before we jump into the video, I think we should kind of just talk a bit about our life and what's been going on before we jump into this topic because it's kind of heavy yeah what's been going on with you Josie um I'm about to get a lot more hours in my work I work at a breakfast place and we're opening a drive-thru window so I'm gonna get so many hours and I'm so excited and I'm still on the grind with the gym I've been going a lot more recently and yeah that's pretty much it opposite problem for me I've been getting less hours at work (laughs) because in the winter we're so much slower yeah and it is not good because I'm trying to save lots of money oh yeah she works at a smoothie and juice place that's why it's slow in the winter yeah forgot to say (laughs) that but because over you know before the slower hours I was working like five days a week now I'm working like two or three yeah which not good but yeah that's about it i think about what's going on my brother moved out a few days ago and my sister got kicked out (laughs) so lots of change in the households oh yeah it's weird it's crazy like have you i've i don't know why but i've like it adjusting to it has been like oddly harder than adjusting to other things have been oh yeah it's well if you think about it like I've been with my sibling my entire Mm -hmm. life we were super close and now it's like she doesn't even sleep at my house like I have to text my brother and be like do you want to hang out this day instead of just like walking next door yeah and being like want to go get food or something no yeah it's insane Mm -hmm. anyways should we jump right in let's do it Okay, um, I don't actually even know where to start. I think, like, the biggest thing is, I mean, as you're younger, and I feel like there's a lot of points in your life where you're kind of, not desperate, but you kind of just, your standards are high for friends. Uh Uh-huh. Because you're not even taught that at a young age, so it's not even, like, abnormal. I think it's a very normal thing, which is kind of sad. But, I mean, that's honestly how you learn to handle things like that, too, is, like, you learn from it and stuff. But I think, like, me and Carly are really mature for our age. Like, sounds like kind of a cocky thing to say, but, like... But it's true. And it's been kind of, like, a problem because there's not a lot of people Mm -hmm. this generation that are more mature than their age. And so it's been, like, sometimes I'll just sit around people and I'm like... You all sound like idiots right now. Like, that sounds rude, but it's, like, we, 
I feel like we just are more mature mentally and when we're surrounded with people who just haven't matured at our point yet they don't even realize that they're like saying things that are like mm-hmm. what yeah and like me and are not the people to like you are so immature you sound oh, no. like such a twat yeah like, we would never say that we just were like uh-huh yeah and then like there'll be times where we're like hanging out with a bunch of friends and we'll try to like have mature conversations and like nobody's there and i think that's one of the biggest things for us too like why we originally wanted to start a podcast is because like we always have the deepest conversations Mm -hmm. and it's like we could totally just you know like literally record our everyday conversations and make other people actually benefit that want to benefit from it but i think to kind of start it off I'll talk about the importance of cutting toxic people out because I think, like, it's really hard for some people to do that. But once you finally realize the importance of taking people out of your life that only benefit you negatively, it's like, it's a thing that you're just, you you can learn how to do really well because you realize wow, my life has been so much better since I cut this person out. Let me think about who else is making me feel bad. I'll cut them out. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, you just have only great people in your life and you become so much happier. Mm -hmm. And the biggest thing I want to focus on this episode is literally just saying, keep your circle small. 100%. I don't care if you think... Like, this sounds rude. I'm not even going to sugarcoat it. Like, I don't care if you think having a lot of friends is cool. Like, it's not if you have a bunch of friends you can't be real with. Sure, you have good memories and stuff. But, like, it is so much more important to have a few friends and you have deep connections with all of them. Because then it just makes life that much more meaningful because you have people that are there for you you're there for them, you care about each other, and you can talk about things you're going through in life. Because, like, for a lot of people, like, family's not the number one thing they can rely on. And so, especially if that is how it is, you have to make sure you have friends that you can rely on, and most of the time, less is way more. And I think another thing is, people who have a huge friend group, if you really think about it, I'm almost positive that you'll realize, wow, like, I don't have, like, a super, super close real relationship with any of these people. Because when you have a lot of friends, you only have so much energy to put into each of those relationships. But if you only have two, three, four friends, you have so much more energy that you can put into those instead of, like, 12 So you can build so much better and stronger relationships with fewer people Mm -hmm. than you would be able to with a lot. No, yeah, exactly. And, like, we're not saying, like, you can go hang out with a big group. You can, you know, like, have acquaintances, people that you talk to. But, like, for me, is like, on the weekends, like, we always go hang out with a bunch of people. We hang out with all different kinds of like friend groups necessarily and like do all sorts of things but like in the end 
the friend group that I'm in, there's, like, four of us. Mm -hmm. And, like, it's the four of us. And I only have to, like, really try in those relationships because those are the ones that I value before anybody else. Because, I mean, I don't put in effort unless, like, we're hanging out or something. And that's how it is. We have a good time when we hang out. But it's, like, with those four friends, like, it's more than just hanging out. It's like an emotional connection, which is way mm-hmm. more important. I think we could talk about like kind of the steps you need to take and how to cut toxic people out of your life. Because I think a lot of people are like, this person makes me feel bad. Like, but I don't, I don't even know how to like tell them I don't want to be friends or like cut this relationship out because I don't Mm -hmm. want to seem like a bad person I think that's one of the things I've struggled with so much in my life is like this person is not benefiting me at all but I don't know how to like end this friendship without me being viewed as like a horrible person yeah I think the first step is always like recognizing when someone is Uh toxic because it's like there's so many different ways to go about it there's you know, so many feelings you have, but I really think, like, it starts out small, right, because you meet someone, you have that honeymoon phase, as everyone calls it, like, everything's great, right, and then you get comfortable, and people show their true colors, and sometimes it's not always the best thing, but I think, like, one of the main reasons, and, like, I don't know how to explain it, like, main thing you can look for is effort Uh I think a friendship 50 50 I mean there can be times where it's like someone's struggling you know 40 60 be that friend to put in that more effort because they need it in that time but I think if you're constantly you know asking to hang out or they're constantly blowing you off or they're not putting in one time or two the emotional support that is needed in a friendship and like, you know, checking up on you, asking about your life and not just talking about theirs. I think effort is like the number one thing you can kind of click in your brain and be like, okay, don't really vibe with that much. Mm -hmm. And I think another thing that I have kind of learned to do is when you're hanging out with someone, even someone that you've just been friends with like forever like I had this one friend that I was friends with for like three plus years and like towards the end of the friendship I just every single time I was done hanging out with this person I would just be like I'm so excited to be by myself I'm so excited to be done hanging out with them like that was really annoying like oh my gosh the relief that I that like the I know. relief that I would just like have like let go of it would and I think that's a big thing is like after you're hanging out with someone and you are like wow like that sucked even if you've been friends for like so long no one should ever make you feel that way and you should only have people in your life that make you feel better and if there's someone in your life that isn't then cutting them out no matter how hard that'll be is truly the best thing that you can do. Yeah. And I feel like along with the effort part, I think like another big thing and big step 
of cutting toxic people out of your life is stop putting in more effort. Mm-hmm. Like literally, just give them back what you're what they're giving you. Like, and if it comes to the point where like you're the only one making effort, cut cut it out. Like, stop making effort. If they value you as a person, they'll come back or be like, okay, well, I realize like what I was doing wasn't benefiting our friendship. I'm gonna start putting in more effort, right? Or they won't, and you guys will drift and fall short. And that's the end of it. And you don't have to have any bad blood or anything. And, like, that's how a recent friendship of mine kind of fell out. And, like, I was friends with that person for a really long time. And then, you know, we matured. I found, you know, it was always she was my best friend. But now it was she is my best friend as well as all my other friends. Because I keep a small circle, so I value all of them the same. And so, you know, I had less time, she had less time, and so we kind of both started, stop, like, we started to not put in as much effort, and then I realized I kind of was putting in more, so then I stopped, and we grew apart, no bad blood, no hate or anything, but it's just, like, that's a lot of, like, that's the easiest way to cut someone out that isn't like necessarily making you feel bad inside it's just like that person isn't meant to be in your life right now and so it's an easier way one analogy that this situation makes me think of is just picture this you've got two cups right you're one cup of water and the friend that you're thinking of is the other cup of water If you're constantly pouring your water from your cup into theirs because you want this relationship and you want to work on it and you're constantly just pouring out all of your water into theirs, but they're not giving you back any of their water, then all of a sudden your cup is left empty and now like you're just drained. And I think if you're feeling that with the friendship, then just stop pouring them your water. Mm -hmm. Like stop giving them your time your energy and you know they might realize oh I don't have any extra water anymore and they might come crawling back to you but if they do then I mean it's different for every situation but like you can think like well if this person has changed and they want to give me their water now then like maybe we can try again but if you know that they're only coming back to you because they want your attention and they want to feel you know secure because you made them feel secure then that's not a real friendship and you should never like be in a relationship with anyone like that yeah and I think another like big thing is like you have to put yourself first Mm -hmm. like you cannot like I'm a big people pleaser oh my god yeah it is draining let me tell (laughs) you like I've learned a lot, like, you have to put yourself first, because this is what I look by. In the end, you're only going to have yourself. Friends come and go. Family, you know, family is essentially forever, but, like, there can be toxic things that family do just as much as friends, and if a family member is doing that, treat them as you would a friend. Exactly. Do not give them that validation. They want your validation, essentially. They want They are like, oh, well, 
Carly will make me feel better. So let me just like make her make me feel better and then I can feel better. But like a real friend will be like, let's make each other feel good. Let's, you know, work as two would in a relationship. And so it goes to show like, you just have to, you can only really 100% rely on yourself, which sounds sad, yeah, but like in the end, you're going to grow immensely if you put yourself first. Mm-hmm. I think another hard thing though, I know me and Josie have both struggled with this, is if a person that you're in a relationship with is manipulating you, that is so hard to realize that you even need to cut them out. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, like me and Josie first started being friends with the people that kind of like Loki manipulated us. Yeah, we were dating two best friends. Yes, <laughs> we were. And they were both, you know, like manipulating us. And then once that those relationships ended, we like were still friends and we would talk about it. And we were like, whoa. We were like, whoa. We didn't even realize like how manipulated we were being. And in that situation, it's different because like you don't even realize that you need to cut this person out. But I think, you know, like, confiding in other people, and if, like, a lot of people are telling you, like, Carly, like, this relationship is awful. Like, I think it's hard, though, especially in, like, a dating relationship. Like, if you really like this person, and people are just constantly telling you, like, oh, like, you do not need to be in this relationship. Like, this relationship is horrible. Like, you like them so much, Mm -hmm. and, like, you don't want to hear it. But it's, like, if people, especially people that you trust... And people who who are truly there for you are telling you, like, wow, Carly, this relationship is bad. Then, like, you should really consider, like, cutting that off. Yeah, and I think a big thing, like, I've talked to my older brother about this. Like, he was in a relationship and a lot of people had a, had a lot of opinions about it, right? And he would talk to them about it, like he was very open and like wanted advice but at the end of the day he had to take their advice with a grain of salt because they are not in that relationship Mm -hmm. they only hear what is being told to them in the end it's you and that person in a relationship you guys know everything that's happening you you know what you know the truths and the lies and that is you so in the end it's up to you to make the final decision of what is best for you but I would still take advice from other people just don't be like okay yeah my friend said I need to break up with you so I'm gonna break up with you Mm -hmm. no reason no thinking about it like definitely think about it and be like okay they've heard the bad things I say but like I don't tell them about the good stuff so it's like you yourself know. So you have to like really think about it and apply that to your relationship and not let it force or end the relationship. But I think another thing also going off of what you said, if you are telling people, if you find yourself telling people like every day, oh, this person did this, it annoyed me so much. This person did this, like, oh my gosh, like, you just constantly find yourself telling people things that annoy you about this person and you aren't really ever saying like, oh my gosh, like this person did this. It was so nice. Like, and you, you just find yourself constantly talking like about these bad things that this person is doing, then you should really consider and think about like, do I really need to be in a relationship that only ever makes me talk badly about this person? 
That's actually a really good point. Mm-hmm. I didn't really think about it. Yeah. I think a relationship, I think a romantic relationship and a friendship. Very different. And there's a fine line. Mm-hmm. So I think like with friends, it's a lot easier to kind of notice when they're being toxic and it's a little easier to also cut them off because romantic feelings are so strong so strong and it's crazy like crazy how much of a chokehold that has on people but it really does and like I'm not saying like I value romantic relationships over friendships but, but the like, feeling is so different. The feeling is so different. And for me, like, I'm super good about being like, you know what? My friend wasn't blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm super good about reading those things because it's just, like, something that comes easier to me. But with a romantic relationship, I'm, like, clueless. Uh-huh. Like, it's, like, a lot harder to point those things out. Because I think when you're in a romantic relationship, you want to only see the good in them. And this sounds so cringe, but, like, you are blinded by love. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. that sounds like, mm, but, like, that is the reality is, like, you, your feelings can sometimes just make every other bad thing that's happening. Just you can push that all the way just because of how strong your feelings are. Yeah, but I think we can honestly do a whole episode about, like, the romantic mm-hmm. relationships, but I think the biggest thing is, like, friendships, and, like, if you are even, like, considering cutting them out and, like, talking to people about it, like, hey, should, like, what should I do? I don't feel good around this person. I think that is more than enough validation to kind of make your final decision and I think if you haven't first of all I think that before you cut someone out you should try talking to them about it Mm -hmm. but one thing that me and Josie say all the time trying to remember the exact phrase but it's like listening is so much different than comprehending because if you're talking to this person and, you know, they're listening to you, they're listening to what you have to say, but they aren't taking what you have to say and actually applying it, then 100% you should not be friends with that person. Yes. And I don't know if this is the quote you are thinking of, but actions speak louder than words. Because you can sit down and have a heart-to-heart conversation and you think, this is going so good. Am I, like, saving this right now? Like, I can't, this is the best decision I've ever made. But then you go about your life and it's like nothing has changed. And you're like, didn't we have this conversation? I'm not, sh- like, I'm not sure what's happening, right? It's because people will say as much shit as they want to say. It's the fact that if they apply it to their life and your guys' relationship, that makes a whole difference Mm -hmm. so I think at the end of the day you just need to really think about all the relationships that you have in your life and if you can think of a specific person that is just like 
you don't feel good about the relationship. You don't feel like they're giving you what you're giving them. You don't feel like they're listening to what you have to say, applying it to their life. Then they don't need to be in your life because if they aren't respecting you, that is a whole nother thing. Respect. We could talk about that for a whole nother episode. Respect is so important. I think respect over a lot of other morals in life will get you so much further. Yes. I can't even, like, express that enough. Like, it's, like, because respect plays in factors of literally every other moral you could have. Respect plays in with love. Because you, I respect people that I love right off the bat more than Mm -hmm. I respect someone I have no idea who they are. And respect goes in with kindness. If you're a respectful person, you're a good-ass person and you're kind. Change my mind, you can't. <laughs> like, there's just so many aspects to cutting toxic people out. But I think, one, trust your gut. I have a good good gut feeling, and usually off the bat, I'm like, ain't got the best gut feeling right now. Like, yeah. So then I'm more cautious. And another thing is put yourself first. If yourself isn't happy and the situation isn't the greatest, consider it. Another thing is communication. Talk to them. Don't be afraid to confront them. Because if they really give a shit about you, then they will take it into consideration and fix it. Mm-hmm. And then... And if they don't fix it, then they don't give a shit about you. And <laughs> you shouldn't either. Even though that's kind of hard, but... If they don't respect you, then you do not need to be giving respect to them either. Yes. And then, of course, actually cutting them out, which is hard. And there's a lot of ways per situation you could do it. But I think the biggest thing is, like, being completely honest with yourself and them. And putting up boundaries strong enough to either say, I want no contact or... I need time or whatever it may be, but I think being honest and secure with what you want is going to benefit you way better than sugarcoating shit and being a little pussy about it. I don't want to be yeah. rude, but like, <laughs> don't be a pussy about it. You just need to do what truly you think is best because at the end of the day, the only person that knows what's best for you is yourself. So yeah. if no matter what people are telling you, if you think this relationship that you have is worth cutting out, then that's what you should do. Yeah. And another thing is keep your circle small. Keep it small. You don't have to isolate yourself to three or four friends, but really focus on growing those relationships like with those people over 12 different people because it's going to be so much harder mm-hmm. to have a genuine connection with them if you have multiple people when you have three or four you have a solid ass group right there mm-hmm. so i don't know take it as you will but try to apply it i hope yeah <laughs> i think that was some good advice personally oh me too like, I would, I would take this. <laughs> yeah, <time>. me too. <laughs> but anything else you want to say? No. I make think that's sure, it. Yeah, make sure to share with people that want to hear. And you can email us questions, ideas, 
uh, topics you want to hear. Comments, concerns at consistentlyupodcast at gmail.com. Bye, guys. I hope you enjoyed it. Catch you in the next episode. (laughs)